0: Well, good morning and welcome to Winners Win Live. I'm Christopher Coakley, President of Surge365, and I've got some incredible stuff to share with you today. Uh, We are preparing for what's going to be an absolutely phenomenal, phenomenal event coming up uh, in the Big Easy in New Orleans in March, the weekend of the 4th and the 5th. It's going to be our regional meeting and seven-year anniversary celebration. You don't want to miss the opportunity to be there with us. It's going to be such an incredible learning experience that it'll launch your business two or three months into the year, but also it's going to be a commemorative event. You know, you have an opportunity uh, to get recognition that'll be one-of-a-kind recognition for our seventh anniversary only. So you want to make sure that you either qualify for personal production uh, recognition by uh, bringing on three new business partners or team-built mission by uh, bringing on 10 new business partners or qualify for the entire VIP experience with 25 new business partners in your team-builder uh, region. And, uh, and you'll qualify for front row seating for the whole weekend. And you'll also qualify to have your registration reimbursed. And you'll also qualify to uh, have dinner with David Scott Tomer, the CEO of our company or myself. Uh, the president of the company. So go win it all, you know, and go make sure that you've got a front row seat, a VIP experience uh, in New Orleans at our next event. It's going to be an incredible promotion event for those who achieve their jackets by the time we reach Punta Cana in January uh, and for those who get promoted along the way. And so you want to make sure that, one, you're registered so you can be sure to be there because it is limited space. Um, unfortunately... With the day's environment we live in, the pandemic environment we live in, so many places are still very restrictive as to how large of an event they'd like you to have. And so everything we do is limited space. I wish we could make it bigger and less expensive, more affordable to everyone. But unfortunately, um, that's not the time we're in right now. So now it's smaller and a little more expensive to those who can make it and be a part of the events. You saw the pictures and videos from Punta Cana. It was absolutely incredible. Only thing that could have made that better is if we could have had a thousand more people there, but they, they would not have allowed that to happen no matter what. So, hey, we gotta make the best of the times we're in and, uh, and you wanna make the best of the experiences you have. Uh, we've been fortunate enough to be able to have safe quality events at beautiful locations, and this won't be any different. We'll be at the Harris Casino Waterfront uh, in New Orleans, an incredible, incredible venue. You really won't have to leave the hotel for anything. They've got six or seven different incredible restaurants along with all type of other entertainment. But for those of you who've never been to New Orleans, you've got, there's some things you've just gotta do and some places you've just gotta see. It's one of my favorite cities as a foodie Uh, Some of the greatest places to eat, the brunch at the Court of Two Sisters and, you know, beignets at Café du Mont and and Bourbon Street. And I mean, it's just so many great, great eating opportunities uh, that I like the most, but also the architecture, the vibe, the music. It's all all of that. And so it's going to be such an experience. you don't want to miss it. Another bombshell I want to let you know is that you know, everybody was really excited about the fact that when you watch the Empower Me 365, you get two credits towards the seven necessary to get your first $500 bonus. And if you do that in the first 14 days, you qualify for that. Well, we've made an adjustment now and you, you now have 30 days to watch the entire Empower Me 365 to get the two credits towards the seven for you to get your $500 bonus. You now have 30 days. And if your 14-day clock has not run out, then we've added days to it to make up for that. And then anybody who joins from this point going forward has 30 days now to complete the Empower Me 365 training to get the two points towards their $500 bonus. That's huge huge announcement and uh so make sure you let everybody know that we've got some exciting things going on and an incredible time what i want to do today is i'm going to kind of go through a, a training that i've done before um probably a few times i've done all of them before everything in my brain has been dumped out at some point and i add new stuff as we go but the new stuff is just new ways of saying the old stuff, because what it takes to win is what it takes to win, and that never changes. Guys, winning is winning is winning, and uh, and and when you're talking about mindset to win, the space between your two ears, it really doesn't change. Yet so many people find it difficult to do. And uh, right now in our company, we're in a very unique place. We brought hundreds, if not thousands, of new people onto the different teams over the last couple of months. So, so many of you are now leaders. You now have people that are looking to you for leadership. New regional builders, new national builders, new directors. Uh, four different new directors uh, have been promoted. I think it's four, it might even be five. Let me see, one, two, three, four. Yeah, and four new directors um, that are, are on board. And so I don't want you guys to miss the importance of leadership and what that means, because it's it's, it's so little that means it, that you can miss it. And so I'm going to run through some some points that I just think are essential that everyone, if you are if you have one person looking to you for leadership, then you need to make these adjustments in your mindset uh, so that they are following the right mindset. They're getting the right foundation. Um to build in their business. And this is so, so important when it comes to giving people the ability to stay focused so they can go to the next level. So I'm going to share some of those things with you if you don't mind. Let me start by sharing my screen. All right. So I'm going to talk to you about 10 principles for success um, in leadership. That's what I'm going to talk to you about. And I think these things will help you really really take your team and your business uh to the next level and so let's run through them i don't want to keep you long i just want to give you something you can sink your teeth in if you're uh anywhere from mid to northeast right now you're probably snowed in uh this morning or you're just frozen in i mean even those of us in texas we're in the high twenties to low 30 degrees, which rarely happens in Texas, but that's cold enough to shut Texas down. So most of us are bunkered in for the weekend. And so here's something you could do uh, in that time. And that is just take a little time away from trying to catch up on every movie there is. And let's do a little bit on our business and taking our business to the next level. So what are these 10 principles? Well, the first one is you got to prepare for success. You got to prepare mentally for success. And what does preparing for success mean? Understand, as they say uh, nowadays on the internet, the assignment. See, our responsibility is to be someone people are willing to follow. That's our responsibility. We got to be someone people will follow. And so that means we got to make a commitment to work on ourselves, most importantly. When you get into a leadership situation, that's the most important thing you've got to do is become that person people are willing to follow. Now, here's some quick things you can do right away. One, you got to be committed to the vehicle and the direction that you're going in. When you look at a racing team right now. These racing teams are usually sponsored by a certain car company. So if if you're a racing team for Ferrari, uh, you don't drive Fords. You you don't drive Akers, you drive Ferraris. If you're a racing team for Ford, you don't drive Ferraris, you drive Fords. See, you got to be committed to the vehicle that you've picked to win. You got to make sure of that. And then you got to be committed to the objective, which in that case, it's to win. Which means you got to be competitive. So many people confuse this. I hear people all the time say, well, you know, don't compete. Don't listen to me. Being competitive isn't about the other person. It isn't about an individual it's about being the best you to win. Uh, Again, if I use the example of racing, there could be 20, 30 cars in that race. So you don't have time to focus on one car to beat. You gotta be number one out of all 30 cars. So So you don't focus on a car, you focus on being the best you that day so that you beat all the cars. So being competitive isn't about
1: people. It's about being the best you on any given day to win. The most important attitude you can have is to be excited. And excitement is contagious.
0: And as a leader, you wanna attract people. One of the basic foundations of being attractive is having a great attitude, being positive, being excited. So be committed, be competitive, be excited. Can you, can you add that today? Today, Number two, never show fear, hurt, or doubt. See, guys, you got people committed to following you that still don't even quite understand what they're a part of. They've maybe never been in a network marketing company before or or they've never tried anything that's worked or they've never made part-time money from home or the whole concept is new to them. And so their whole existence is based on the ability to lean on your confidence, on your belief. And so you can't show fear, hurt, or doubt Because that's what they will absorb. And once you as a leader instill fear, hurt, or doubt in someone, you can't necessarily get it back out. If you're the one who put it in, you can't get it back out. Now, some of you are going, but Chris, sometimes I am afraid. Sometimes I am hurt. Sometimes I do doubt. I didn't say don't ever fear, don't ever hurt, or don't ever doubt. I said, never show it. I said, never show it. See, if you're feeling any of those emotions, go home. If you can't get home fast enough, get in your car by yourself and think about it. Play positive music, scream, shout, cry. I don't care what
1: you got to do. But when you step back out of that car, You gotta be ready to lead. Number three, hey, look, dress sharp,
0: walk fast, talk loud, smile. Why? Because these are all outward signs of your inner confidence. Now, some of you say, but Chris, I don't, you know, I don't even go out much, I'm online most of the time. Well, look, when you're
1: communicating with people, make sure you get the opportunity, hey, Zoom. FaceTime, whatever you got to do to make sure you get an opportunity to lay
0: eyes on people. And when you do, make sure you dress sharp, make sure that, that you talk loud, make sure you smile. These are outward signs of your inward feelings. And you gotta express them as often and as much as you possibly can. This is all leadership 101. And number four, perception is stronger than reality. Hey guys, listen to me now. This is a principle that throughout your life will help you in so many ways. Is understanding that perception is stronger than reality. See what people perceive is what they will act upon. If I perceive that you might be a thief, then I'll never trust you around anything of mine with value. Now you may have never thrown, stolen anything in your life. The reality may be you've never stolen anything in your life. But that reality is irrelevant because if I perceive that you have, then I'm going to treat you like you might. Perception is stronger than reality. So because we all have so much vested in social media, what does your social media uh, uh, image project? What perception are you creating? You have got to manage that as a leader. When someone looks at your page, what are they walking away with? Are they walking away with A a, a God-fearing, committed, focused, goal-oriented individual? or, Or are they walking away with someone all over the place? With no real focus on anything? Are they walking away with someone super opinionated on everything that's going on in the world? Whether it makes sense or not. Are they walking away with a hyper uh, political or hyper religious or hyper? What perception are they getting from your social media, from your brand as you hear people so much talk
1: about? Have a brand. Yes, you do. Whether you do intentionally or not, your social media
0: presence says something. So if it's going to say something, shouldn't you control what it says rather than let it just be and have people perceive far from your reality? See, whether you like it or not, if you're a leader and you're online, you're an influencer. Your image, your statements, your post influences people positively or negatively. So manage that so that you know which one it is. Number two, you got to have a game plan that benefits others and you got to talk about it. No one wants a boss. If I'm trying to leave corporate America or the job that I dislike, I'm not going to leave one boss to go to another. I want to go somewhere where I have a chance of achieving my goals and dreams. And you know how people determine if you're that somewhere? Because when they listen to you talk, do you talk about goals and dreams that are big enough to encompass other people? Do you talk about helping people get promoted or do you only talk about you getting promoted? Do you talk about helping people earn money or do you only talk about you earning money? What do you talk about? See, you got to always put other people before yourself. Help others. See, here's what leaders truly understand. What you give to others is what you will receive. See, true leaders believe in karma like nobody else. True leaders believe that what you put out is what you will get back.
1: See, if you don't believe in that, you're not ready for leadership. And so always put people first and give and help. And then it'll come back
0: twofold, tenfold. Be a visionary and set big goals for you and your people, set big goals. Now, some of you go, but Chris, I haven't hit my own yet. That's because you're not setting them big enough. See, if you want to become a a regional builder, set a goal to promote three. Because if three people shoot for regional builder, you'll definitely hit it. See, you want to be a national builder, you should have a goal to promote three. You want to be a director, you should have a goal to promote three. Because three people will come along and say, sign me up for that. But if you're just talking about yourself, they're not going to oh, go sign me up to work for you and help get you to director.
1: That's what I've been dreaming about my whole life is helping somebody else get promoted. That's not what they're dreaming about. Number three, here's a mindset. You got This is
0: mindset. You got to plan to do the work. See, when you're building your own business, It's a 24-hour, seven-day-a-week mental commitment. What do I mean by that? You'll be thinking about it all the time. Cause it's yours. Your dreams and goals are attached to it. It's going to be popping up in your head all through the day while you're at your full-time job and you get off from your full-time job. When you're at home, when you're trying to sleep, it's it's, it's just going to always be on your mind. How can I get better? How can I do more? How can I share it with more people? How can I get to the next level? It's going to, it's going to consume your mind. What am I going to do? What am I going to achieve? What am I go? What am I going to buy my kids? What am I going to do to take care of my family? But all that stuff will be on your mind all the time. See, if if your business isn't like that yet, then, then your business isn't in you yet. See, there's a lot of you that are in surge, but surge is not in you. And you wonder why you're not getting the results that you want to get. And that's why you haven't transitioned over. You're in surge. You signed up, you paid the money, but surge is not in you. See, when surge gets into you, when you really believe that you can achieve anything you want to achieve is when the transition takes place. And now you're not in surge, surge is in you. And that's when the results will start to come to you. Now, this is a three to six hour a day physical commitment. Not every day. It depends on where you're starting. If you're part-time, three to six hours a day, two to three days a week. If you're full-time, three to six hours a day, four to five days a week. If you do that for three to five years, you could build complete financial independence. You'll never have to do it again. Three to five years of three to six hours a day. Full of part-time. And you could build a business. That'll pay you significantly. But it doesn't start until you have the right mindset. Until you go from being just in surge until surge is in you. And when people can sense that and feel that, they'll follow the direction you're going in. That's how this works. Look, it takes 250 people in your team to max the director bonus. What do I mean, max the director bonus? When you get to 125 as a director, you get promoted to director and you qualify for the $500 director bonus with a $500 guarantee. So you're guaranteed a thousand dollar base bonus at director. Now, when you grow from that 125 to 250 that $1,000 goes up to a $1,000 bonus and a $1,000 guarantee for a $2,000 base. Now, I want to be a director, but I want to be a director that maxes the bonus plan to $2,000 base above the $1,000 base. So the question from the moment you join, if you're looking at this I don't care what level you're at. You should be thinking, how fast am I going to get to 250? See, that's what you should be thinking. How fast am I going to get to 250? Why are you going to onesie-twosie this and spread it out over years when you can attack it with reckless abandon and get there in six months? Most people have more than 250 people in their cell phone contacts. Most people have more than 250 people as their friends on the internet and the different social media avenues. So how long are you going to take to get to 250 is the question. That's the magic question. Now there's a bunch of milestones along the way and you should hit every one of them, but your ultimate goal in your head should be thinking, how fast am I going to get to 250? Will I do it in 90 days or, or will, I, will I do it in, in 180 days and six months or, or will it be a 300, right? Will it be a year? But that's got to be your mindset. That's, that's got to be what's in your head. And then to make that happen, listen to me now because so many people misunderstand this. You can't miss anything. You can, some of you, every time we announce the next thing we're going to do, you go into the, I wonder if I'm going to be able to make it. Let me see. Let Look, if you're committed to building a business, if you've got people following you, you can't miss it. You should be planning your whole life around your business. Oh, Chris, that's asking a lot. Well, would you like your business to one day pay for your whole life? You got to give a life to get a life. There was a time when all I did was eat, sleep, drink, and travel for my business. Now I can eat, sleep, and drink whatever I want, whenever I want, with whoever I want. Because my business allows me to be able to do that. It allows me to travel. It allows me to live a lifestyle that I never imagined as a child I'd ever get to. But the reason my business gives that to me today is because I gave my business priority in the beginning. It's just that there's no way around it. Well, I'm going to give my business a little and expect a lot from it later. You can't believe that's going to work. you you, you got to know you're kidding yourself that you're going to give a little, but expect a lot one day. Now, again, I'm talking to those who want to build something incredible. If you're watching this, but you're only in this company to make a little part-time money, disregard everything I'm saying, because you don't have to do any of this to make a little money. (laughs) You could make a little money here a bunch of different ways. You don't ever have to bring anybody into the business or, or build any kind of network or team to make a little money. So if you're just here to make a little money, disregard this training. This training is for people who want to build financial freedom, wealth, leave legacy to their children's children's children. That's what this training is about. If that's not you, um, don't allow me to even waste your time. And there's no shame in that because this business is what you make it. Don't ever let anybody make you feel like you should want more than you want. This is your life to design as you see fit. And if you're happy, but with just like an extra $500 a month, then make sure your leader shows you how to make an extra $500 a month. If you're happy with your life, but you just want an extra $1,000 to travel, that makes your leadership shows you how to make an extra thousand miles of travel. But if you want to make millions, change your life, then I'm talking to you about how to do that right now. So before I even go through the other seven points, if this is not you, you don't even have to finish watching. But if you're curious about it and you're not sure what you want to do, then watch the rest and see how simple it is if you're willing to stay focused for you to build financial freedom. It's just it. simple as that. So you don't miss anything, guys. Anything. If you're sitting there going, I can't afford to go to New Orleans. The truth of the matter is you can't afford not to. My very first meeting, I was only in this business two weeks. I was a college student with no job, no bank account, no money, broke. And there I was living in New Jersey at the time, and there was a convention in Baltimore, about four hours away.
1: And I had about 20 people on my team two weeks into the business. And I devised a plan. We're going to drive down and all chip in for gas. And then we're going to get two
0: rooms, a male room and a female room. And however many people want to go, we're going to stay all the guys in one room, all the girls in another. And we're going to chip in and split the cost. And then we're only there for a couple of days. See, this is a Friday, Saturday event. So we're going to buy some pizzas on Friday
1: and something to drink. And it'll be
0: nice and warm pizzas on Friday with cold drinks. And on Saturday, we'll get up and drink warm drinks and cold pizza. But it should feed us for two days. And we're going to chip in. So we're not going down here on vacation. We weren't going down there to celebrate. We were going down there to figure out how to win. We were broke. We were stuck. We wanted to win so bad we couldn't stand it. This ain't no daggum vacation. This is an opportunity to get information, go to trainings, learn from people who were successful and who wanted to win. This wasn't about being comfortable. We didn't care if we had to sleep on a bed, we got to sleep on a bed or if we had to
1: sleep on the floor. We're only sleeping for one night. people went with me to my first meeting, two weeks in the business, hadn't got a
0: paycheck yet or anything. By the time we broke it down, may have cost us 20, 30 bucks each to go. And we were there amongst all the wealthiest people in the company, amongst all the directors,
1: amongst the founders, amongst the leaders. We were right there with them for 30 bucks. But we didn't miss it. We didn't make excuses that we couldn't
0: afford it. We didn't say, well, we've only been in the business two weeks, we don't have to go to this one. No, we heard in the training not to miss anything. And we were determined not to miss anything. And I don't think I've missed anything since 35 years later. Maybe it's coincidence. Maybe there's something to not missing
1: anything. But it worked for me for sure. Number four seems to be one that people keep forgetting. And I have to keep reiterating.
0: If you want to build a successful network, you have to have a merger. You have to have a merger with your upline you got to sell the direction of your upline. Your upline is your lifeline. Now, some of you go, oh, here he goes. I don't even like my upline. I don't even want. I don't care. In order to build a network of people and keep them all moving in the same direction, you must be links of a chain. And if you break a link, then the chain falls apart. And so you gotta have a merger with your upline and You gotta be a link of a chain. And when someone looks up, they should see no broken links above them, each a level all the way up to the founders of the company. And if they can look up and see any broken link, then you've down given them permission to break from the train as well. And then their down line will look and say, well, if they broke, I can break too. And then they'll look up and say, well, if they broke, I can break too. See, it won't all happen at one time. It'll happen through your career. You'll wonder why you can never really get it going at the speed that you needed to. And it's because you don't have the ability to make a change because
1: somebody above you it. So this ain't about like. This ain't about whether you get along. This ain't about who you learn from.
0: See, my mentor was about four or five levels up my chain. But my relationship was great with everybody above me. I sold and edified every leader from my sponsor, to his sponsor, to his director, to his director, then my mentor who I actually learned
1: from on a day-to-day basis. Although I picked a different mentor, I never broke the chain.
0: Never had a bad word to say about anybody above me. And because of that, I never had battles below me. I followed, so they
1: followed. Even when I didn't agree, I followed, so they followed. See, if you want to build a network,
0: people do as you do, not as you say. Don't think you're going to take your little team off to the side. You just broke it. So guess what? One of them is not gonna like what you say one day. And guess what they've learned? If you don't like what your upline says, just break
1: the chain and take your little group over here. I've been teaching this concept for years, but because society teaches us to fight
0: and argue and and backstab, corporate America teaches us, we are so quick to wear our emotions on our sleeve. I've watched great people destroy their opportunity over bad relationships. I'm in business first and foremost to build something for my family. Everything else is secondary. Whether I make friends or have great lasting relationships, or have fun with people are all byproducts of my purpose, which is to win for my family. I've watched people lose their opportunity to win for their family
1: because they're fighting, trying to win an argument or a debate. That's not what you're here for. You're here to build a network, a
0: giant network. 25,000 people as a level eight director in your network pays you millions a year and a million
1: dollar annual bonus. I got to do everything in my power to get my network up to
0: 25,000 people, which means I can't, I don't have time to be fighting, arguing, liking, Don't like it. I ain't got time for none of that crap. Just got to keep adding links to the chain.
1: Until that chain links out to 25,000 people. So you got to have a merger with your opponent. You got to show that you're going in the direction of the company because people will not follow you if they do not know the direction you're going in.
0: And when you break the link, you've now created your own direction. And why should they follow your direction if you have not already
1: proven multi, 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 multi million dollar success? Have a merger with your upline. Number five,
0: understand that this industry is about people. I just said build a network of thousands of people. If you're going to do that, shouldn't you master people? Shouldn't you master how to handle, how to deal with, how to communicate with? People. If you're going to be in the people business, I know some of you going, Chris, I thought we were in the travel business. No, you're in the people business. You're in the people who love to make money and travel business. It still starts with people. You're not in the machines that love to make money and travel business. You're in the people who love to make money
1: and travel business. First word being people.
0: But these are easy, aren't they? Yet you have to constantly remind people. The first key to being in a people business is make people feel good. Now that goes one of two ways, or should I say not one of two, it goes multiple ways. You have to make people feel good directly. You also have to make people feel good about being in the environment that you create. There could be a person near you that you're not even talking to. But if they hear you talk bad about somebody else, they won't feel good anymore. And you're like, but I wasn't even talking about them. Doesn't matter. You created an environment that doesn't feel good, that doesn't feel comfortable. How can you build something in a people business if you don't make people feel good? People should feel good around you. Now, it's not easy. You got to keep working on it. You're going to make mistakes, but keep working on it. But make people feel good. How do you make people feel good directly? Always look for the good in people. I'm telling you, it's it's almost like the karma thing I talked about. If you look for the good in people, they'll show you their good side. If you look for the bad,
1: they'll show you their bad side. If you treat a crook like a crook, that
0: crook will probably rob you to prove you right. But if you take someone who was a crook, but you look past that and look for the good in that person, that person will probably let you slide and rob the next person who looks like look at, looks at them like a crook. See, I don't believe I've never met bad people. I just believe that because I always look for the good in people, none of them have ever decided that they wanted to make me a victim. So I have, I've had a drama-free life. Because I tend to look for the good in everybody. So although I may have met some people that have a tendency to be bad, they usually go, "Ah, he's pretty cool. (laughs) So I think you increase your odds
1: of meeting good people if it's good people you're looking for. You look for the good in people, the good is what they'll give you. Always make sure your people come out on top.
0: There should never be a scenario you're involved in where you come out on top over the people in your network. Now, am I saying that you take all the crap and you pay for everything and all? No, I'm not. But I'm saying make sure you monitor scenarios that are always win win
1: And if you don't see that it can be a win-win scenario, don't put yourself in it. It's just that simple. There were times in my career early on that I didn't have a lot of money.
0: And so when my people and the team would want to go out to eat after the meeting, I wouldn't go. Because I knew I didn't have a lot of money. And I didn't want to put myself in a scenario where not only might I not be able to afford to pay for my food, but if someone else couldn't afford it, I couldn't even help them as a leader. So I didn't go. And then when I got to a point where I could afford, I would go. And not not only make sure that I could afford, but I would also make sure that there was no one with me
1: that would go hungry or they couldn't eat or they couldn't go.
0: I created win-win scenarios and I analyzed the scenario every time before I found myself in it. If I go to an event and someone in my team shows up, has no place to stay, just like I had a bunch of people in my room at the very first one I went to, I've had a bunch of people in my room at Plenty of Because <laughs> I'm not gonna leave them outside if they came
1: that far for some information to help them win. Mm-hmm. These are just things I'm throwing out. But the most
0: important thing is just make sure your people come on, on top. And the way to do that where it doesn't cost
1: you anything is plan it. Plan everything to be win-win scenarios. Guys, this is in corporate America. You don't have to keep your distance
0: because you may have to fire people someday. We're all independent contractors. As long as nobody breaks the law or the rules, most of us will be together for a long time. I've been in this industry 30 something plus years and I have friends that I've known for the whole 30 something years. I've been in the travel segment more than 15 and I have people that I've been with for that entire 15. I've watched their kids go from babies to teenagers.
1: So build personal relationships. Allow yourself
0: to care about people. It's okay. Will some of them disappoint you and let you down? Absolutely. Will some of them quit? Absolutely. But that's life, it's unavoidable. The only way to avoid pain or heartbreak is to never love or care at all. And I don't know if I ever would want a life that don't involve loving and caring. (laughs) Don't be afraid to build relationships with people. Get to know their families, get to know their kids. People don't care how much, you know, until they know how much you care. Fact. And then never forget the five basic steps of communication. I shouldn't even have to cover this, but you do sometimes because people forget. Like eyeball to eyeball contact. If you wanna have the most effective communication, you gotta make some eye to eye contact, which means you gotta sometimes FaceTime, Zoom. You gotta let people see your eyes and you gotta try to see theirs every chance you get. It's not always possible. Sometimes you're just gonna be on the phone or sometimes there's a conference call, but if there's a chance to meet someone face to face, or, or or FaceTime or be, be eye to eye, you got to do it to be most effective. Can you be effective? Otherwise, yes, but most effective requires the ability to look into that window that we know goes directly to the soul. Number two, listen twice as much as we talk. Sometimes we get so excited with all of our agenda that we just talk and talk and talk. And let me tell you this, let me tell you that. You can do this, you can do that. Travel here, travel there, make this, make that. And we never listen to find out what excites them. See, if you listen to most people, they'll tell you how to push their buttons. They'll tell you how to motivate them. They'll tell you what they're interested in if you listen. Or you could keep assuming that you know and shove it down their throats. Man, you can get a Mercedes. You can get this. They may not want one. That may not excite them at all. Just because it excites you don't mean it excites them. You got to listen and let them tell you what excites them, what they're interested in, what moves them, what motivates them. What scares them? You gotta listen twice as much as you talk. You gotta ask questions. Not questions to test people's knowledge, but questions you know they know the answer to. See, if I wanna learn about you, I'm gonna ask things you know. I'm gonna ask you where are you from, you know that.
1: I'm gonna ask you, how did you like it? You know whether you liked it or not. I'm gonna ask you, what do you think were your greatest accomplishments? You know what they are. See, I'm gonna ask you things about you that you clearly should know the answer to.
0: I'm not gonna ask you math questions to see if you're smart. I'm not gonna ask you business questions to see if you already know. We'll learn all that stuff together. Or if I already know it, then I'll share it with you later. What I wanna know is about you. And nobody else
1: should know you better than you. Simple communication. When you take
0: the time to get on someone's level, Then they will allow you to bring them to your level. Some of you are trying to get people to understand. You're like, I don't understand why they don't understand. Well, did you go and get on their level first and understand where they're coming from so that you can explain it in a way that would take them from where they're coming from to where you're coming from? That's what asking questions is all about. (laughs) I shouldn't have to say this, but I actually do. Wait for the answer after you ask those questions. See, I shouldn't have to say this, but I know I do, because I've had people come up to me, ask a question, and then keep talking until they answer their own question.
1: (laughs) And then realize it and go, I guess I answered that myself, huh? (laughs) You'd be amazed at how many people do that. They ask questions, but they really don't.
0: They're not interested in hearing the answer. They just keep talking. See, ask questions. You know they know the answer to, and then wait and listen to the answer, and they'll tell you how to lead them, how to motivate them, how to encourage them.
1: And then answer all questions with another question. Now, Chris, what does that mean?
0: That means make sure that you understand their answer. And how do you make sure you understand
1: someone's answer? You feed it back to them in the form of a question. That's how you do it. Well, Chris, I want to know if this is a pyramid.
0: Okay. So what you're saying is that if this is a pyramid, that'd be something you'd be interested in joining or not interested in joining? Oh, absolutely not. I don't like pyramids. So that if it's not a pyramid, then you'd be ready to get started. Yes. Great. Let me explain to you why it's not. See, I'm going to answer their question, with another question, so that I get to the root of the question before I begin to answer it. See, if you just start answering, you don't even know whether they liked or didn't like pyramids. And you definitely don't know whether, if it's one or the other, whether they'd be ready to get started. I asked two more questions and found that out. I found out, so... If it's a pyramid, would you join or not be interested in joining? And then I found out. And so if you wouldn't be interested and I could explain to you it's not, then you'd be ready to get started. Yes. See, two more questions and I got to the root of the answer. So that now
1: when I give them the answer, it's with the purpose of moving to the next step. Simple communication. You're in the people business. Master
0: how to communicate with people, and you will master your business. Everything else you can find out. Keep brains on tap. If I need to know something about corporate, I know who to call. If I need to know something about compensation, I know who to call. If I need to know something about travel, I know who to call. If I know something about need to know something about travel account, I know who to call. If I need to, see, I got brains on tap. But what you cannot tap. It's people skills that you need to have on top. So I don't clutter my brain with anything except people.
1: And I keep everything else on tap, phone call away, a speed dial away.
0: Number six. You got to have the mindset to get started now. You got to talk to everybody about why they need to get started now. You got to give people the confidence to get started now. If you mess it up, we'll dress it up. You have nothing to worry about. You have us. You have a support system. You have a team. I'm your sponsor. And then our regional builder is this person and be able to tell their story. And our national builder is this person that's achieved this. And our director is this person that has gotten us to this. And then our founders are these guys that's gotten. All you got to do is get started and we've got your back. So you got to accept there's never going to be a right time. I know you might be thinking, man, this is just not the right. But there's never going to be a right time. There'll always be, if you're looking for an excuse, a reason not to get started today. There'll always be. Anyone who's ever succeeded has just jumped in. You got to accept that there's no right
1: time. It's never going to be perfect. So just get started. You got to just, there'll always be reasons. Something will
0: always come up. Oh, I'd like to do it, but you know, my car just broke down. I don't have the money. Well, when the cars gets fixed, then the refrigerators gonna go. When the refrigerator gets fixed, the microwaves gonna go. <laughs> it's like they plan it. It's like the appliances are talking to each other.
1: So you just gotta do it. Problems don't go away; they just change.
0: If you're waiting for a time frame where you have no problems. That doesn't even exist. Even for the people that are winning and making money, they still have the same problems as everyone else. The difference is they have the ability. That's what I love about even my life right now is I still have the same problems. I just have the ability to fix them. Where I used to wonder and worry, how am I gonna come up with the money? How am I gonna pay for this? Oh my God, no. The car just had a flat. Oh, it broke down. Oh, See, now I just fix it. See, the problem still exists. The difference is there's no problem in my life that I can't fix. The only thing I can't fix is death. If I get sick, I can work on being healthier. If any of my cars break, I can pay to have them fixed. I can call a tow truck immediately, come get it, fix it, bring it back. My lights get shut off. I can see, I remember a time when any of these things would happen, it would have set me back weeks. They still happen. The difference is today, because I plowed through it back then, I now can afford to fix them. But had I let them stop me then, they probably still be stopping me now See, once you realize problems don't go away and you got to get through them, you'll get through them forever. And you'll get to a point where getting through them is a blink of the eye. Same problems that set people back and cause people to be homeless still hit everybody. We all lose a pay, we all lose money, We all make bad investments. we all. But if you learn how to work
1: through them early, you'll work through them forever. It's just that simple. The key is don't make excuses, make money. That's the key.
0: See, you can't make excuses and make money. Because when you make excuses, what you're actually
1: doing is justifying why you don't make money. So you have to eliminate the word excuse.
0: When you learn to do that and accept responsibility for every action and move, then you'll make the right moves and take the right actions to achieve your goals. But if you ever justify why you didn't,
1: now you're making excuses and you'll never make money. Results are everything
0: and the rest of crap. See people wanna, I look at the results. I can look at your numbers and tell what you're doing. And you could wanna argue or, or defend or explain. Those are all
1: excuses. Because the results are everything.
0: Now, you could hit the results and then tell me all that you had to go through to get there. But if you have no results, then you didn't go through everything you needed to go through to get there. It's just that simple. I I know that may offend some of you because you're you're comfortable with being able to explain. It makes you feel better that when you don't get the
1: results, to have reasons. But feel better ain't got nothing to do with winning. See, I'd rather have 10 new SBAs and then tell you
0: everything I had to go through to get them than to have zero and tell you everything I had to go through as to why I got zero. That almost don't even sound right. Yeah, all the stuff I went through, to end up with zero. Results are everything. Just that simple. You got to become focused and intense What it takes to win and be successful is focus, intensity. You ever see a horse race where they put those blinders on them? Because they don't want them looking to the left or the right. They don't want them looking at the horse to the left of them or the horse to the right. They don't want them looking at the crowd and the audience. They want them looking straight ahead towards the finish line. Just right in front of them. See, we can't put blinders on you. You have got to put your own metaphoric blinders on. And you got to be focused and intense. It should keep you up at night, your goals and dreams. It should cause you to lose sleep. It should give you butterflies in your stomach and anxiety. It should. You're talking about winning for your family. This ain't no joke. It
1: ain't a game. It should bother you. If you aren't where you want to be, but you're able to sleep comfortably through the night, you
0: may need to evaluate whether you really are fighting for where you want to be. Maybe it's just a front and you're already comfortable where you are. And if that's the case, then okay, be honest with yourself. But
1: don't act like you're in a fight for your life, but sleep like your life is over. I might be stepping on toes. I don't know. Seven, patience is the big play.
0: Patience is the big play. See, no matter how hard you work, no matter how focused you are, your time is your time. And when it's your time, it's going to happen. And until it does, you got to be positive. You got to be excited. You got to be focused. You got to work hard. You got to follow the system. See, if you poured a bunch of popcorn kernels in a pan with some grease and turned it on, you couldn't look in that pan and pick which kernel is going to pop first. You can't. They will each pop in their own time. But what I do know is most of them will pop at some point if I leave them on the fire long enough. See, if I stay in the game long enough, I'm going to pop at some point. I don't know if I'm going to pop first, second, 15th, or 20th out of the kernels in the frying pan, but I'm going to pop at some point. I just got to be patient and stay
1: in the heat. But you got to follow the system. Your first month in business, everything you touch on your own is going to turn to crap.
0: You got to work with your uplines, your sponsors, your support system. Don't run off on your own trying to do it by yourself based on what you think you know or what you think you believe. Because everything you do on your own will turn into crap. It's just a fact. Follow the system. Allow yourself to be coached. Be
1: teachable. Allow yourself to be mental and be patient. See, it
0: takes one to three years of winning to develop a management philosophy. See, some of you want to have your own philosophy. And you haven't been even in the system one to three years and you haven't won at all yet. How can you develop a philosophy for winning if you haven't won? And even if you've begun to win, don't you have to win for some period of time so you can analyze exactly what things got you there and what things keep you there? See, that's a one to three year process. So until you hit the one to three year process of winning, follow the leader. This is a high paying self-improvement follow the leader program.
1: And I don't know about you, but for me, that's the best kind. I didn't want to figure out how smart I am. I want to win.
0: And when I'm winning, here's what I've learned. When I'm making money and have a good quality of life, I can learn anything. See, right now, I am super intellectual. I read and, and study and And I know a lot about history and religion and and politics and laws and cultures. And I've learned a wealth of information. I've learned more in my life than I ever learned in school and in college. You know why? Because when I don't have to spend all my time and energy worrying about how I'm going
1: to pay the bills, I seem to absorb information better. So on the path to winning, I didn't want to think. I became good at
0: following the leader and working on self-improvement and being patient until it's my turn to pop. See, I learned this early on. Our darkest days are usually the days right before we win. See, I learned that when things start lining up in your favor is when things start going wrong to test whether you're worthy or you're ready for the type of success that's coming around the corner. And so I've learned that when things start going wrong, rather than get depressed, frustrated or quit is when I start going, "Ha! Ah, I must be getting closer. Now you're trying to turn me back. I'm not gonna let anything turn me back. I'm getting closer. And see, because I learned that philosophy and that mentality. See, when things go against me, you just make me stronger and more determined. When people say no, I just get stronger and more determined. When things go wrong and I lose money or make a bad investment, I get stronger and more determined. When I lose a loved one, I get stronger and more determined no matter what happens in my life that I would think of as
1: dark I get stronger and more determined see when you implant that philosophy in your head
0: you're unstoppable because everything that thinks it can stop you
1: just makes you stronger and more determined we got to be mentally tough that's
0: the number one key to success. You got to become mentally tough because you think it's hard to be broke or poor or struggle. It's even harder to be successful. It is. That's when you find out that not everybody wants you to be successful. That's when you find out that even the people you thought loved you and trusted, you, you can't trust. That's when you find out that being successful is swimming in a shark tank. Full of sharks that are trying to figure out how to devour you and take what's yours And every day you got to make decisions to survive in a world designed to eat you alive and take from you everything you worked so hard to get so you think it's tough being broke it's even tougher being successful so, you've got to learn along the way how to be mentally tough. You're going to need it at the top. Forget about right now. And you're going to need it at the top as well. Number eight, you got to be a weekly goal setter and a weekly goal hitter. Guys, you got to break your goals down into weeks. And in some cases, even in today's. And you got to be sold out to hitting your goals on a weekly basis. Because when you don't, the weeks get away from you and turn into months and you know it, years have gone by. And you're still in the same place. But when you're determined to be a weekly goal setter and a weekly goal hitter, you don't let a week go by that you don't either hit your goal or make adjustments to make up for it. Don't let a week go by that you don't get better. And in order for that to happen, here's what you have to accept. In your journey to be successful, you have to accept that your life is gonna be a little unbalanced for the first one to three years. For the first one to three years, you're not going to be able to do everything you like. You're not going to be able to be at everybody's birthday party. You're not going to be able to be home for every holiday. You're not going to make every one of your kids games. I know this is hard stuff. But there are going to be times. Hopefully not a lot of times, but there will be times that you're going to miss everything. You might be out of town in this church. Your life is going to be unbalanced. But I'll give up one to three years to have the rest of my
1: life any day. Because then once you get past that three-year mark, you don't ever have to miss anything again. Because you will be in complete control of your life, your time, and your finances. But again, you got to give a life to get a life. You got to be on balance to gain balance. You got to give to get. sooner you realize that
0: and get go about giving the sooner you get what it is you're seeking I said this earlier I'll say it again number nine is you got to be excited if you light yourself on fire people will come watch you burn the number one way to attract people is be on fire start your day with some motivation some, some music some some some. Uh, whatever it is that gets your spirit going that's how you start your day start it positive start it you know if if a warm cup of coffee and a book makes you feel good then start with that as soon as you wake up have a cup of coffee and then if you like a certain music, then turn that music on as you start to get dressed and now you start to prepare to take on the world
1: And then before you walk out the door, light yourself on fire.
0: You practice that on a daily basis, watch what you attract. Number 10, you got to develop a will to win. See, I can give you all these principles. I can go through all nine of the things I just covered. But if you don't want to be somebody so bad you can't stand it, if you ain't sick and tired every day of being sick and tired, if there ain't something in your stomach that just eats
1: you up, you got to go develop that first. So you got to develop a will to win. You
0: got to develop the desire to want to be somebody. You got to be sick and tired of being sick and tired. I don't care what I train on and how much I cover. If you don't have that, then you got to get that first. You got to develop. I can't do it for you. There's nothing a person can do to put a fire in another person. Each one of us have to light our own internal fire. Now, I can throw logs on it. I can throw gasoline in it. Can't light it for you.
1: You have to develop a will to win. You got to develop a desire like no other. And so make sure that if you don't have it, if you're
0: saying, Chris, I love everything you're saying, but I just, nothing motivates me, then you need to stop and develop that will to win first. Figure out what you want most in life. Figure out whether you're the type of person that's motivated by pain or pleasure. Figure out how to get you to do what you want. Figure out what do you want. There's no one answer for everybody. Somebody might love material things. Some, you know, I, I had a conversation with someone who said, I want to become a billionaire and I want to buy a house. And I, and I. I I I have nice houses and cars and other stuff, and yeah, there's some material things I want, but I'd like to become a billionaire so I can give it away. See, two different motivations for the same goal. There's no wrong or right answer. It's whatever gets you up in the morning ready to fight. And so if you don't have that burning, if you sleep it through the night real comfortable, then the first thing you got to do is develop a will to win. Develop a will to win. And then I'll end with this. My mentor used to say it all the time. If things aren't going right, you're not doing them right. See, if things don't go the way you think they should, before you blame somebody else, before you blame your sponsor or your upline, or the founders, or the company, first look at you and make the adjustments you need to make. Because chances are, if things aren't going right, you're probably not doing them right. See, once I took full responsibility for the state of my business, I began to build success. See, in the early stages, I was like everybody else. I'd make a list of all the stuff wrong and the company's late and they don't get this and the reports are wrong and da, 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 da. And I would go into my mentor's office, fit to fight, ready to show my list of all the crap the company's done wrong. And my mentor would pull out a check for $20,000 and go, well, I work for the same company you do and they paid me 20,000 with all that stuff wrong. How much of that would you be mad at if you had made 20,000? And I go, none of it then go make 20000 and stop making
1: lists of what's wrong. And he only had to do that to me twice before I never made another list in my life.
0: When things aren't going right, I look at what I'm doing and make adjustments because chances are I'm not doing them right. And when you take that responsibility, nothing can stop you. Thanks for joining me on Winners Win. I'll see you next week.